The views expressed on the following program are designed to amplify those of the speaker and are not necessarily those of KAAM, DJRD Broadcasting, or its sponsors. Hello, everybody! What's coming up on today's experience? Devotional Diamonds of the Day, also known as DDDs, where my daily devotions become some of our spiritual reflections. Sound effects placed throughout the show which have nothing to do with life, but the Bible teaches there's a time to laugh. And when we get the long ones, we laugh. And we get the short ones, I kind of cry. But it's still fun one way or another. The review of the Goofy News, which proves Jesus is coming back sooner than you think. We have the possibility of nuclear war, but people are much more concerned about a divorce. <laughs> it's just so bizarre. Life lessons for our faith that we can actually use probably won't if we tend to sit on our blessed assurance. Humor that will force you to think, why does this guy have a radio show? I don't know. I mean, we pay the rent. I tell really bad jokes. I don't know why I have a radio show. Like I said, I have nothing else to do, 1.30 to 3 o'clock. Why not? Also, Bible trivia for fake, and yet somehow real cool prizes, your phone calls, and more. Welcome to the David Spoon Experience, local, national, and heavenly talk. My name is David Spoon. I will be your host for the next 5,400 seconds. Get ready for one of the more bizarre experiences on live radio. Here is the key to the show. We don't know what we're doing. If you've not figured that out by now, it's like 850 shows deep. I've done this for nine and a half years. I haven't known what I've done then. I don't know what I'm doing now, and I'm not sure what's going to happen tomorrow. But here's the big thing. Man, I don't care. The bottom line is, I want to talk faith with you. So here we go. We're asking questions about living life as a Christian. You know, when you get a wonderful, not expensive, but wonderful gift from somebody who absolutely you love and they love you, and you've had it for about, I don't know, a month, and then you smash it against the wall, and then you lose a couple of little links in it, then uh, you have to decide when do you tell the person, Oops. Yeah, stuff like that. Living life as a Christian. You know, that process. Hey, if you've got an opinion, a comment, a thought, or a question, if you've got something you want to share, if you've got a praise report. We had such wonderful praise report yesterday. Paul Bolt did a great job sharing about just him offering himself to be a vessel to be used by the Lord. It's a blessing to hear things like that, and he was able to lead somebody for a first-time decision for Christ. It's awesome. And today, the whole show is going to be about what you do when you have somebody who is a Christian and needs help. So we're going to cover that in depth. The bottom line is I want you to be able to share praise reports and prayer requests. If you have needs, this is a great show to call up and say, hey, can you pray for this? We can. We will. And we'll do it right then and there. Also, if you've just got some questions, maybe you're just trying to figure out, really, is lasagna lasagna if there's not enough meat in it? 
I say nay. It has to have plenty of meat, but that's me. You know, that's my attitude. We can talk about that. You know, talks amongst yourselves. Talks amongst yourselves. Uh, in the meantime, the way to get in touch with us, you call us. 972-445-0770. Calling 972-445-0770. You don't know to the depths that will take place for you if you make that phone call. Did you see that guy on television doing that commercial? He shaved off his eyebrow live on television. You know for what? For the same thing that you might get if you end up calling the number 972-445-0770. That guy got a Klondike bar. And talking to Captain Chris is like getting a Klondike bar. And then you will be... I love ice cream. I have very, very small eyebrows. I just would not shave them completely off (laughs) for a Klondike bar. But, you know, hey, some people, I mean, you know, it's worth it to them, I guess. I don't know. But if you talk to Captain Chris, it's just like that. You know, it's really close. Here's the other thing you can do. You can text in. You think, I don't want to really talk on the radio. The radio scares me. Okay, well, you're listening to it, so it's not that scary. Bottom line, though, you can text in during the show, 214-210-8483. That's 214-210-8483, 214-210-8483. That's the number to text if you want to text. That is the text number. The text number is that same number, 214-210-8483. You can also call us or you also email us, david at emusincrease.org. What is it, Friday yet? Is it Saturday? Oh, it's got to be Saturday. Uh, email us, davidhemusincrease.org. It's David. He doesn't know how to do a shtick or do an entrance or an exit. Uh, no, it's David at hemusincrease.org. Also, we're going to send you to the website. I'm not going to make a big deal about it. The ambassador video is up there. The ambassador initiative information is up there. If you want to help promote the show, that would be awesome. That promotion helps us in many ways. It increases the audience, and that also helps us financially. And don't kid yourself, more people means more funds. And we know it, and we're hoping, praying for it, and we hope that you're doing the same for us. On the website, it's a place to give. We're about 1500 down below our budget, which is a lot for us. I mean, for us, it's a lot. But anyway, in the meantime, if you can give, check it out. If you can't, give us 60. If you can't give us 60 bucks, give us 60 seconds of prayer. That's all we're asking you. Check out hemustincrease.org. Prayer request? Hemustincrease.org. Praise report? Hemustincrease.org. Looking to give to this ministry? Hemustincrease.org. Confused by what's happening right now? Hemustincrease.org. Hemustincrease.org. Okay, I'll take it. (laughs) That's the kind of mood I'm in. I'm taking anything right now. Uh, okay, we are gonna, we'll do our praying for other people in a little bit. I want to get into this text uh, right away because it's a pretty deep uh, portion of scripture. I do want you guys to know to keep praying for me in school. That would be good. I've got one major page left and then 60 hours of editing. It came up, I have 75 sources on my paper so far. 75. You know those little lines at the bottom, the little footnotes? 75 of them. What am I doing? (laughs) I need therapy. Uh, In the meantime, let's get into the text. Here we are. We are in the back part of Psalm chapter 19. We talked the other uh, week about how powerful the law of the Lord is, able to restore the soul. One of my favorite 
elements is because the truth of God sets us free. The truth of God empowers us. It refreshes us. It blesses us. It strengthens us. We're going to pick up on that, but just for a split second as we go into this next portion. On, in verse 10, uh, this is what David wrote. He's referring to God's truth. He said, more to be desired are they than gold. Yes, much more than fine gold, sweeter also than honey and the honeycomb. Moreover, by them, that's the laws of God, your servant is warned, and in keeping with them there is great reward. So, I mean, if you respond to the word and you watch the warnings, you will avoid major potholes in life. If you respond to the word, to the God's truth, to the law of God, and you keep them, there is great reward. Here's verse 12, and this is the switch. And this is what I like about David when he teaches in the Psalms. He doesn't have any problem, you know, giving you a point of view, but then he doesn't beat it to the end. He goes to the very next thought. Who can understand his errors? Cleanse me from secret faults. Keep back your servant also from presumptuous sins. Let them not have dominion over me. You know, I read that. So he's like, yeah, the law is great. Yeah, God's word is fantastic. I love it. It's Oh, it's incredible. But you know what? <laughs> uh, got a little bit of deficiency in me, and I need a little bit of help. Who can grasp the depth of the foolishness of our sinfulness? And so he's saying, cleanse me from secret faults. Now, that secret faults means... That's the ones that we know about that nobody nobody knows. It's just between us and God. And it's even secret faults we have that we don't know about that are offensive to God. And so, so you think, well, wait a minute. You're telling me that I could be doing something that's offensive to God and not know it? Yeah, well, that's why they had an entire program in the Old Testament about the sin of ignorance or a sin of not understanding and covering all sins because the truth of the matter is while we use the word hamatiar in the Greek for missing the mark as a meaning for sin, that's only a partial understanding of sin. A better working definition for sin is anything that is contrary to God. Did you hear that? That sin. Not, not just, oh, I didn't live up to the right standards. <laughs> and I didn't say anything different than God, or I didn't say anything, you know, it didn't, it didn't refer to colors or this or that or whatever. It's anything contrary to God. Anything that goes in contradiction, since there is no sin in him, if there's sin in any situation, it's something that's going to be in contradiction to God. And so David says, oh, please, from the, from the secret faults, from the ones that I know about that I don't share, and from the ones that I don't even know about. I found out as I was growing in my Christian faith, there were some that I didn't know about or maybe wasn't ready to understand until the Lord moved me along a little bit. And one of those, I'll just share it with you, is I used to, you know, try to be highly aware that, uh, I, you know, I, if I blame God, that's foolishness, right? So I try to blame myself, you know, like more than God, although that doesn't come out perfect all the time. But also... I justify myself, and the scripture, the, the, the command, Job's failure, was not justifying God. Now, you see, there's a difference there. I know I shouldn't justify myself, but do I justify God believing, stating, walking in the truth 
that everything he does is perfect? Do I justify him as opposed to just not justifying myself? If you'd have told me that 20 years ago, I'd have just thrown a rock at you. <laughs> now I think, hmm, I've got to think about that. Yeah, that's the depth and the level of the secret stuff. We'll take a short break and come back. There's so much more. You're listening to the David Spoon Experience right here on KAAM 770, the truth station here in Texas. Short break. We'll be back. Don't go anywhere. This is from our good friend, Pastor Ray. He wrote this uh, wonderful devotional called, When Grace is Tangible. The Word became flesh and dwelt among us, full of grace and truth. That's John chapter 1, verse 14. There is more to grace than I ever imagined. Now, I'm going to stop you right there. So I was praying, uh, this is in the last month, and I even wrote it down in my little journal, how I believe the Lord had communicated to me personally that I do not understand the depth of God's grace. So then this devotion comes. I'm like, oh, I, I just know the Lord's trying to teach me more. All right, let me back it up to what Ray says. There is more uh, to grace than I ever imagined. We sing of amazing grace with the hope and longing that uh, inspires people of all faiths and walks of life. Theologically, grace is defined as unmerited favor, a good, sound concept. But there is something more tangible about grace, something we can picture in our minds. God once told Moses, I will be gracious to whom I will be gracious, and I will have compassion on whom I will have compassion. Grace, as I discovered in the Hebrew language, is more than a favor granted in spite of our failings. When God says he will be gracious to whomever he chooses, he uses the word chanan, which adds a new layer of our understanding, because chanan means to show favor, mercy, to bend or to stoop. In kindness, God is not only granting favor and mercy, but the word picture is of him bending down to us in kindness, like a father getting down on his knees to embrace his children. There's even more to this picture. The root of the word Hanan means to pitch a tent, to encamp, to abide, to dwell, to rest. There is more than God granting favor. He wants to dwell with us, to camp out with us. The God who is so very beyond us, not of this world, desires for his glory to abide with us and in us. God will be gracious to whomever he chooses, and he will come and live with them and dwell with them and camp out with them, whomever he chooses. And when it makes no sense to anybody else, it doesn't matter, even if it doesn't meet our standard of approval. The Almighty Lord desires to dwell with us, not just rule over us, certainly not to start a religion, but to love us and live with us in a tangible, real way, to show us the way, the truth, and the life. The ultimate experience of God bending down, listen to this, the ultimate experience of God bending down, stoop, stooping down to the ground to dwell amongst us is the incarnation of Jesus Christ. The David Spoon Experience. You're here when I need you the most, when I need you the most. Oh, welcome back. 
to the David Spoon Experience. Thank you for joining us here at KAAM 770, the truth station here in Texas. That's KAAMAN 770, the truth station here in Texas, where we have our first trivia question. As he was holding two stone tablets, whose face was seen to be radiant because he had been in the Lord's presence? As he was holding two stone tablets, whose face was seen to be radiant because he had been in the Lord's presence? If you have an answer for that, we will give you the opportunity to uh, call in as well as to text in the call-in number 972-445-0770, the text-in number 214-210-8483. Also, you can send an email to david at hemustincrease.org. Before we answer that or before we do anything else, I want to pray for the country, okay? I just want to do that prayer. I want everybody to be on board with this. Look, we need prayer. <laughs> just join your faith with me because we need it now as, uh, as opposed to like always. All right, so let's just pray. Father, we come before you right now. We lift up America to you. We ask in the name of Jesus Christ that we could become a nation that fears you. Blessed is the nation whose God is the Lord. Please, Lord, help us to get back to those true roots. You don't care what other people say and altering history. People have been doing that for thousands of years. We know you birthed us as a country, and we ask you to bring us back in line in obedience to you. And we pray for Ukraine because we need peace there. We need the gospel there. We need people working there who are loving and committing to others, even in the midst of the hardest times. They show us great faith. Let their examples strengthen us and give us courage. Bless our country. Bless Ukraine. Bless these situations. Have mercy on all of us. In Jesus' name, amen and amen. Okay, so we're going to go back to the trivia question. I know it wasn't a tough one, but it's a good one. Uh, as he was holding two stone tablets, whose face was seen to be radiant because he had been in the Lord's presence. We have somebody that's called in to answer, and let's send him through. Ringy dingy, this is David. Who am I talking to? Uh, David Spoon, this is Paul Bolt. How are you, sir? I'm doing fantastic, Paul. How are you doing? <laughs> Almost as good as you. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty good. You're doing pretty good. That's pretty good. I got the answer, sir. All right. Let's hear it. Here we go. I'll ask you the question. Give me the answer. As he was holding two stone tablets, whose face was seen to be radiant because he had been in the Lord's presence? That would be Mr. Moses. That is correct, sir! All right. It is Mo, and not one of the three Stooges, but it is Mo, and he was in the Lord's presence so long (laughs) that the presence of the Lord rubbed off on him. They had to put a veil over his face. It's like, we can't look at you. Yeah, it's like, whoa, whoa, dude. It's like when people go out in the sun and they get the suntan or they get the bronzing, whatever, this was like 50 times that. It's like, yep, you need a cover. (laughs) We're going to cover your face. (laughs) I hope hope one day I get to be like Moses. I think that'd be pretty awesome that you come out and people look at you and say, we got to cover you up, bro. You got the God all over you. That is so cool. (laughs) I love it, and I'm right there with you. Exactly what I'd love to happen. Exactly. Excellent job. Hey, I wanted to share just something real quick with sure. you. Um, I think it was 
Thursday, last Thursday, I was really busy doing my work and stuff, and I happened to catch so toward the end of the radio program, and um, I heard you praying for people that listen to your program, and you mentioned me specifically in there, and I just wanted to say thank you for that, man. I really appreciate you, brother. Oh, no problem, brother. I, you know, we were praying for physical things as well as encouragement, and it's like, you know, sure. what happens to you happens to me. What happens to me happens to you. It's like we're a family. We we, we need to function that way, live that way, and it's my privilege to, to stand by. In fact, the entire next hour is all geared in that direction, so I'm glad you said That's that. Awesome. That really I'll, sets it up. Yep. I'll be here listening. All right. Well, I appreciate it, brother. All right. God bless you. You too. Bye-bye. All right, excellent job. Paul is rock and rolling. Okay, I will say on all those people that were uh, trying to get it right, uh, Al, once again, was first. Al has been, he's been pow-powing first. Pretty good, Al. Pretty good, Al. Uh, okay, but it is Mo. Again, not one of the three stooges, so let's move past that real quickly. Let's get him back into this text. I just got so much to cover. We will cover it. Uh, here's something I want you to catch. This is something that will blow your mind, perhaps. I don't know. I hope it does. Uh, here, this passage in in Psalm 19, 12, when he says, Who can understand his ears, errors, not ears, errors. Okay. See, that would be good in my house. Who can understand that? that David's ears. What's up with that? Anyway, uh, who can understand his errors? Cleanse me from secret faults. Keep back your servant also from presumptuous sin. Let them not have dominion over me. Then I shall be blameless and I shall be innocent of great transgression. And you're thinking, what? What does that mean? The sin has dominion over What does that even mean? Oh, good. I'm glad you asked. In Genesis 4-7, God said to Cain before he killed Abel, if you refuse to do what is right, then watch out. Sin is crouching at the door, eager to control you, but you must subdue it and be its master. I know people want to, you know, these principles, they want to keep them, you know, well, we'll keep this overly spiritual. You know what? Sin is like an appetite. It's like something that consumes. It's like an energy source that's not good. It's like a cancer or a poison. And it desires to have us. It desires to engage with us. And it desires to conquer us. It crouches at the door just waiting to spring out on us. And that's how God defined sin past Adam and Eve, which is amazing, right? And so David, as he's writing in the, in the psalm, says, let them not have dominion over me, because sins can have dominion over us. And there's some sins we've overcome through the grace of God. Some of you have overcome sins from discipline. And there's, just, there's nothing wrong with that. That's not an error. But sometimes the sin seems to get the best of us, and that's when we need to be more fully dependent on the power of God operating through us to give us the ability to resist. That's why it's no coincidence that the very last verse of Psalm 19 says, Let the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be acceptable in your sight, O Lord, my strength and my redeemer. And the reason that David closes this psalm this way is because it's in our minds and in our mouths 
that a lot of the sin doth break forth. And you know it's true. You know that sometimes there's things you say and you're thinking, oh, probably shouldn't have said that. <laughs> right? And in fact, some of us have gotten so good at it, we're saying that within a millisecond of what we said. Ooh, yeah, we're just going to pull that back. But the other part about that is he says the words of my mouth, but he also says the meditation of my heart. And so sin takes this uh, false residency. It's actually, you know, kind of a trespass, trespasser. And it's, it's sitting there trying to woo us internally. And we have to have the meditation of our heart be right before God. In other words, let's just use the example that nobody wants to use on the air because I don't know why nobody wants to use it on the air, but let's say a guy to gal kind of situation, the lustful thoughts that go on and you have that lustful thought. The first thought may be simply a temptation. The problem is once that temptation comes your direction, what is done with it? Do you take that thought? Do you nurse that thought? Do you put life into that thought? Do you give strength into that thought so that that thought becomes bigger, stronger, more powerful, well, then you've taken the meditation of your heart, the meditation on the inside, and given more life to it, and you've given more life to the sin, and then the sin starts to have dominion over you. It's like, uh uh-oh. Well, yeah, yeah. You see, if we feed the bad giant, then it's going to grow. And I'm only using that example because I know most guys who've heard that can go, yep, I get that. And that's the irony behind uh, temptation and different things uh, that, that people talk about. It's not the first whisper that's the problem. Because Satan does that all the time. That's why Job said, I made a covenant with my eyes not to look lustfully at a girl. So you look at something, there's no problem there. And then the thought comes in. It's what you do right then and there after the thought comes in. It's not the first thought. It's the second thought. That's where the sin is. You're thinking, (gasps) right, but see, here's the bottom line. The bottom line is that entry point for us, that meditation of our heart needs to be pure before the Lord. And when we go into that realm and temptations come in in our direction, we need to say no. You think, well, you can't just say no. That is exactly what you can do through Jesus Christ. You can just say no. Oh, I know they made fun of uh, Nancy Reagan for that just just say no process. The only problem is she pulled it out of scripture in the revised standard. So it wasn't like it was wrong. It was like, you know, the, well, you can't just say no. Well, yes, you can. <laughs> Through Jesus Christ, I can do all things. So when it's a bad process coming and I'm giving life to it, you know what I can do? I can stop it and say no, because I want the words of my mouth, and the meditation of my heart to be before the Lord as honorable and acceptable to him. I won't be perfect, but that doesn't mean I've got to feed what's bad. It's a bad, bad monster. Don't feed it. You get it? All right. All right. We'll take our break and come back. You're listening to the David Spoon Experience right here on KAAM 770, the truth station here in Texas. Top of the hour. Don't go anywhere. Have you ever wanted to get involved with a ministry that promotes Jesus Christ as Lord, but just don't know how? 
Serving in ministry is a matter of devotion, time, and talent. Are you looking for a place to try and test the waters? Do you want to get involved? Come join the Ambassadors Initiative. Be an ambassador for the David Spoon Experience. It doesn't pay great. Actually, it doesn't pay anything. But the eternal benefits are out of this world. Be a representative. Why not? It couldn't hurt. Well, we hope not anyway. You don't need to be a professionally qualified minister. You need to have a pulse. By that, we mean you need to have a heart. Just go to hemustincrease.org. That's hemustincrease.org. Click on the three lines at the top right of the website and then click on the Ambassador's Initiative link. Fill out the form and we will reach out to you. Sorry. No parking tickets will be paid for you as an ambassador through this position. What is the David Spoon experience? Uh, let me tell you what I, I, I'm, I'm, to, I'm torn between the two. I'm twixt between the torn two. You want to know why? I've got the biggest breaking story ever. No, to you be, need to do that first. Uh, yeah. I just can't wait. More than, more than my whole thing about the four-way stop sign? Yep. You want me to do the number one story? That's Ladies right. and gentlemen, you better get ready. Here's what, here's my advice. I don't give this advice very often, and I don't give it uncheckfully. What's uncheckfully? I don't know. Here's the biggest story you have ever heard on the David Spoon Experience. If you have children who are listening, uh, if you are not in a car, it's time to cover their errors or send them into another room. That's how chilling this is. Ladies and gentlemen, I have it off the press literally within the last two and a half hours. Uh, Actually, it's less than two and a half hours ago. Here it is, ladies and gentlemen. I have it right in my hands. Get ready. Do not, do not get nauseous when you hear this. Ladies and gentlemen, it is a fact that as of today, the Navy, the United States Navy, officially has made its proclamation. Ready? Ready? Are you ready? Are you listening? This is the most important thing ever. You ready? That Captain Crunch is a fraud. Ladies and gentlemen, the United States Navy has declared that Captain Crunch... I do not buy it. No, listen to this. Here's why. Let me tell you why. Captain Crunch has three stripes on his cuffs, and that signifies a commander and not a captain. So uh, the United States Navy has made it absolutely known today, Captain Crunch, nay... He nay a captain. Nay. Now, it is true. Are the cereal? No. Commander Crunch? Yes, Commander Crunch. That's the new. That's why I told you, don't let your kids hear this. It is possible that that uniform could represent either German or Portuguese Navy. They are not sure because all of those uniforms were lost with uh, their great navies. 